Okay, what's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guests, man. Today we have Cage Warriors' finest and Team KS' finest brothers. It's the one, it's the only, it's the Shetty Bros. It's Adam and Ryan. Lads, how are you doing? All good, lads. Thanks for having us on. Thanks a million for having us on, boys. We really appreciate it. Go on, the Shetty Bros. You up the Shelly Bros had to had to be done once you guys were both signed the Cage Warriors. We were like, right, we have to get them on, get them on UFC Fight Pass, uh, and yeah. give them give them that rub that they deserve. And uh, we could be happier to have you on. And you boys are fighting on the same card. And um, this is not something new to you guys, but this is definitely the biggest stage you've ever done it. Adam, how does it feel to be making your Cage Warriors debut? That's uh, unreal. Um... Ross, so like I, uh, I fought with Cage Warriors in the amateur, in the mm. in the amateur ranks. There, I did um, I did the academy twice in Ireland, and then I fought under sort of uh, on the undercard of their professional cards twice in the UK. So um, it's nice now to finally get in there and put the four ounce yellow yellow gloves on instead of the sixes. So buzzing to get in there and really make my mark and start moving up the ladder. And then, and then Ryan, I, I want to know uh, something. Does uh, Tom King wave your subs now when you get a submission win? Because uh, we've seen two fights in a row and two <laughs> rear naked chokes. What's the story with that from uh, a striking um, legend like yourself? Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there, lads. Um, I, so it started off as basically when we started MMA, it was like, all right, you, not, you lads really need to work on your ground game. And then from there, I was like, couple of months in, I was like, I'm really enjoying this. And then it just sort of flourished from there. And I found myself in, in rounds almost wanting to go to the grappling. And then I sort of found my little niche there on the back. Um, I was like, this is sort of working for me. I think the long limbs have, have a lot to do with it, you know. And then um, just in the fights, it wasn't something that I really planned on doing. I just found myself there. And then I was like, right, I know what to do from here. And the chokes were on, so. And then obviously this time out, Ryan, you're fighting, you know, someone with a very strong back and grab round. I'm pretty sure he's Dagestani. Uh, do you think you, you will probably, you know, avoid that grappling a bit more just because that puts it more in his wheelhouse and try and keep it on the feet a bit longer? Uh, no, not not actually. Um, I think I'm happy sort of wherever the fight goes. I, I reckon it'll be, he's quite good on the feet too. So I reckon he'll start off on the feet. But I imagine as the fight goes on, it probably will end up on the ground. So I'm looking forward to that, you know. And uh, just on that, like, it was after my last fight in December, um, you know, it ended pretty quickly. And, you know, I was talking to Chris after and I said, like, uh, I was happy with that and stuff. But I want I want the tough fights now next year. So, um, you know, we were chatting last month and he was like, right, you know, I have a tough fight for you. And I was like, bring it on. So here we are now. Unbelievable. And uh, Adam, do you know which one he is makes the walk first? Uh, I don't know yet. Ryan was saying he saw something that Andy Stevenson put up a while back. And um, I don't know, was it just a list? It said something about Ryan being first. I would imagine that will be the case because my opponent is a little bit more experienced. Like, So I imagine that will pull him up the bill a little bit. So it might be Ryan first. It might be me. I'm not too sure yet. But if I was to guess, I'd say it'll be Ryan. 
Yeah, for the people only tuned in or are listening on Spotify, the Shelley Bros compete on Friday the 1st of April in Manchester in the BEC Arena, live on UFC Fight Pass. So, lads, this is a huge platform for yourselves as well. Myself and Ross were over at uh, Cage Warriors London last week, and like it, the production there, just being there for the first time, is unbelievable. Like, you must be probably really excited to get in and perform in front of like the thousands and thousands of the Shelley Army. That's it. I, I can't wait, lads, because, you know, this is what we wanted from the start. Like, you know, obviously you have to bathe your feet and like, you know, have your amateur fights and then even your, your first few pro fights. But like, we, I, I don't know if actually we spoke about this last time I was on, but for me anyway, like, you know, like 99% of the MMA fighters are lads who start MMA. UFC is the goal. But for me right now, like, I try not even, like, I don't really think about the UFC because I've nothing really to relate it to, but the Cage Warrior shows, like, I've been at, like, you know, I went over to corner people and, like I said, fought on myself as an amateur. So, like, I could clearly see they were there and I saw the level and the, the organisation and stuff. So, for me, that's been a huge goal to get here and now, thankfully, I'm here and I'm just, I'm buzzing now to make a run. Ron, what about yourself, bud? Absolutely, I'm the same. Um, like as opposed to looking at the UFC, yeah, sure, the plan is to get there one day, but like we're more looking towards like who are the champions of our divisions at the moment. Like for instance, I was looking at uh, Jordan there last week. He put on a brilliant performance, and we were actually me and Adam were lucky enough to go up to FAI and spar Paul Hughes. Uh, I think that's a, a couple of weeks ago now, and. That was a real eye opener, like because obviously you know how good Paul is yourselves, and yeah. you know just after feeling that it was like, all right, you know, so that's the level that we need to get to. You know what I mean? I'm not there yet, but it's like I'm gonna get there eventually, and uh, it was really good to feel that off, Paul. Ross, what you make of that mindset? The way the lads seem like they just slow things down. They know the long distance goal, but taking it step by step. Yeah, well, uh, I think, you know, under the tutelage of Chris Fields and Tom King, like, th- those boys know what they're doing. Uh, they've done it before, and, and they seem to be really growing, like, an army of fighters in Team KF at the moment. It really, really is. Like, when you see yeah. the sort of photos after, uh, you know, the MMA sparring days, I mean, there could be 20-odd bodies on the mats, and you look yeah. you look through them, and, like, majority of them are, like, household names in the Irish amateur MMA scene, and then, you know, you have your few... Uh, pros like yourselves and Taka and you know you see James Webb on the map but like you also look at the coaches as well Chris Fields you get Cole Pendridge out there I know F- uh, Phil Mulpeter comes out the odd time as well That's so right, like yeah. there's some top of the range bodies there so uh, I think the lads you know are right to take their time in building but even up. Baz what you're saying there and Ross what you're saying about the taking your time Chris always says this and he tries to instill this and us like he said he reckons there's been a mindset shift to when he was sort of on the way up. Like there was a lot about like everybody just focus on getting to the UFC. And once you yeah. get to UFC, Chris really instills in us to be so take your time getting there because when you get there, you want to stay there. You don't mm-hmm. just want to have two fights or maybe three and like you're cut straight away. Of course, that happens because it's such a high level. But he's trying to get us to develop our skill set and, and round off our game so that please God, when the day comes and you sign there and you're there, it's like, well, all right, I'm a fucking contender. I'm not just here to make up the numbers and retire into the sunset and go, well, I fought in the UFC. You want to be able to say, well, I made a run in the UFC. That's that's it. I was listening to Israel Adesanya on Diary of the CEO and he's explaining once he became world champ, 
then like he sort of went into into a bit of a depression. Like everyone knows, Tyson Fury said this as well. So it's weird to set a goal and then like such a high achieving goal, and then once you get there, like it seems like the world around you collapses. So like at least you lads know it's you want to go beyond just signing on that dotted line. Like look at Paddy Pimlet now exploding over the weekend. It's, it's just sick, like yeah. You have to. The goal has to be bigger because you not lads know if you just keep going the way you're going, you'll definitely sign. So knowing that, you have to set it a bit higher every time. That's it, definitely, definitely. And then I suppose even like from a, like you know, for myself and Ryan to be the same. Like we've never really done anything to make up the numbers. Like you know, we've always been competitive in any of our martial arts, from taekwondo to kickboxing to when we were boxing and. And then going into MMA, like it's never just been about oh well I participated or I I I got to fight this person. Like I want to be able to look back when I'm done and go well this is who I beat, not who did I bring close or who did I bring to a decision. It's who did you beat, you know, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, even here you're not just participating. You're making you're looking the two of you are looking better than us. You know what I mean? So like you're ta- you're another one in the fe- another feather in the cap for the boys. That's hard now with them glasses now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll get you a pair of these glasses, lads, 100%. Time, Adam, obviously you're fighting uh, Stephen Hooper come fight night. Uh, he, he actually was last in there with Mike Figlack, and I know um, Ryan was touching on Paul Hughes. Like th- These are some of the elite guys uh, in the, on the Cage Warriors roster. Um, do you think this is going to be your hardest fight to date by, by some margin going in there with someone as experienced as Stephen? Absolutely, yeah. Like nine pro fights, uh, high level of grappling. Uh, definitely going to be my hardest and toughest fight today. And again, as I mentioned earlier, that's what I wanted. I'm very happy with it. And then I think with me going into Cage Warriors as one and one and taking a fight, like with Stephen Hooper, in my opinion, if I win this fight, I jump the queue a little bit. Like, I'm not going in here really for, like, you don't look at, that's not a development fight. Like, you know, nobody's being nice to me there and going, oh, like, here's a little one to see how you get on. I'm going right in there. Stephen's a good guy. So if I be Stephen, I'm looking at it, well, even though, please God, I'll only be 2-1, but I'm looking at it as, well, I'm going to be right up there then, and I'm going to be looking for even a bigger name after that. Yeah, and that lightweight division is wide open at the moment with, with Mike Fielglack, Joe McColgan, um, George Hardwick, like yeah. the list goes on and on, Ben Lacker. Um, Chris Duncan in there now as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, Adari, like the, the names in that division there, uh, the, the, there's no easy fights there at the lightweight division, so it, it will be great to see with a win who comes next for, your, for yourself. Uh, Ryan, obviously on your end, you're you're three and zero. A win here would make you four and zero. I know you said you've been in there with Paul Hughes uh, in the training room, and you know you feel like you have a bit to go there. So do you, do you think you might go seven or eight eight and zero before we start looking uh, at the creme de la creme in the Cage Warriors roster? Definitely, yeah. Again, like Adam, mate, we're, we're here, you know, but I'm also taking my time. I'm in no rush at the moment. Um, I'm still sort of like I'm 25, so got a good bit left in the sport. So uh, I'm looking to like rack up a few good wins this year. Obviously, starting with this one, like this, the most important fight is the one you have coming up. And I'm just going to take it one fight at a time, not look past anybody, not look at oh, who's holding the title now. I'm just looking at each fight as it comes. And they uh, slowly build my way. Like you said, if we got to seven or eight, then you can start calling for those big fights. But until you get to that, I don't think you can't really be calling for anything unless you're absolutely dusting people. So, which I plan on doing. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> we plan on that as well. One thing you definitely have to call out for is to get on that Cage Warriors Belfast card, lads. It was announced mm. over the weekend. They're going to be going to Belfast on June 25th. It'll also be live in UC Fight Pass. Is that, is that something you've uh, you've talked about and then something you really want to get on as well, lads? Definitely. Um, when we we see, I think the dates got announced last week, didn't they? It was for the uh, 25th of June. And, yeah. you know, we, we, we both had a conversation. We're like, that's something that we would like doing. But... Like we said, um, we'll we'll plan after our next fights, but un- until we get the the fights done next Friday, I'm not sort of thinking too much about anything like that or opponents wise. I'm just focused on next Friday for the moment. So I think Adam's the same. Yeah. That's yeah. the exact mindset to have. My yeah. bad, lads. Yeah, I nearly, put, I nearly got you so in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like it's a it's it's human nature to be like, oh, that that's the next one, like you know. But I feel like. I'm I'm a bit of a victim of that too. I'm always sort of like looking to the next one, like oh, but what about that one? What about that one? Just sort of like be happy where you are. You have a fight coming up, so you know put your focus on that, and then sort of the rest will take care of itself. That's what I think. Yeah, and I th- I think it's inevitable if you guys do pick up W's and your clean bill of health, you'll be on the Cage Warriors uh, card in June. Um, I think. It, once they announce that it could be one of the biggest Cage Warriors cards they ever do in terms of number of fights because I think there's a lot of talent around Ireland at the moment who will be vying to get on that card maybe even some unsigned talent um, another thing I want to touch on that we, we sort of mildly did is the vibes in, in Team KF lads um, there's something in the water there what makes Team KF so special? Um, for me it's a uh it does come from the top down. So as you mentioned earlier on with the coaches and stuff, so like Chris is obviously the main coach there with the MMA. Um, it's the consistency and like, you know, he sets a standard, like he's always at training. Like, you know, he's just, he doesn't miss sessions. He doesn't pass them on to anybody else. He's always there. And then the majority of the lads on the team are always there. So there's that consistency. Everybody's turning up and bringing their best every day. So it's a sink or swim type of mat. Like, you know, if you, if you sort of like on a Wednesday morning positional, if you want to sort of go just to have a little move around, you're, you're on the wrong mat. You need to be bringing your A game. So even on them mornings where you're not fully up to it, you're sort of, you'd want to get up for it, like, you know, and bring your best. And I just think that that pushes everybody on. And uh, definitely for me also, it's the, the camaraderie of things and the team spirit that we have going on the team because, um, you know, like everything, when you're training for fights, there's times where it gets hard and you have your days where you might not be 100% up for it, but you go in, like, and you're having the crack with the lads and all of a sudden it's like, you feel you sort of lift each other, you know, and, you know, we do that the same for the other lads when they have their fights coming up. It can be it can be difficult for some people, but uh, there's definitely that team spirit that brings everyone along the way. And I always say, even though it's an individual sport, you need good people around you in order to succeed. So and we have that in abundance. And obviously we talk... Obviously, we talk about that caliber of people on the mats. I'm going to ask you each to name two people who were on the come up in KF that you have to look out for. Because I know if I ask to name one, we could start a war in the gym. No, right. they'll say each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with um, because, as you mentioned earlier on, like most of the amateurs in KF, like uh, they're, they're sort of household names. They're they're doing well and people know them. I'm going to just mention two lads that haven't even made their amateur debut yeah and it's uh brendan and don dominic killers 18 years of age just turned so you're gonna start to see them burst onto the scene soon brilliant what about you ryan um yeah I, I, them two names would have definitely rung a bell with me i'm gonna mention this one person because um sometimes i feel like 
Not that he gets left out, but just it's been a while since he's fought. I think uh, Leon Hill is going to make his comeback this year. And I think it, it's going to be a great breakout year for him. Um, he's probably targeting that June card in Belfast himself. I was only sparring him this morning. Uh, we went to war. And uh, yeah, so Leon's one to do not forget about him. He'll be there. No, I love it. Uh, mm-hmm. Another thing, lads, I just just from following your socials as well, it's great seeing you always going, always putting the work in. Like uh, some people could be Instagram fighters, but you lads are well and truly like mixed martial artists, and you're going to be flying the flag next weekend on Cage Warriors one thirty five, and it's for all Irish MMA fans, it's one to definitely not miss, and especially the people checking out the show on YouTube or on UFC Fight Pass, the Shelly Bros are ones to watch the the Irish the Irish Diaz Bros. I also just shout out, um, so the three Irish next week are me, Adam and James Sheen, uh, all competing next Friday. And uh, the three of us all grew up in Whitehall, which is uh, pretty cool. Like, you know, three lads from the same area all fighting on Cage Warriors next week. So we're up in the area. Hanging out by the bingo hall. That's it. You have the parties in the bingo hall, Ross. That's it. That's what you're Yeah. Remini Chipper for everyone after. <laughs> one last thing I want to touch on is um, obviously TNKF is also home to one of, one of the biggest legends in the Irish MMA and coach Ashling Daly. Um, she's doing fantastic thing with the women up there. I believe Kira, I'm not too McGurk, sure her second McGurk, name, McGurkin, uh, picked up the first uh, win for Team KF um, uh, for the women. So I want to give a special shout out there. But uh, yeah, how important well is Ash well. to, the cl- to the club and how important is she for the women in the club? Um, Ash is so Ash would often take uh, the nogi classes and stuff. Let's say if Chris isn't around, and um, for me anyway, she's given me lots of different pointers with regard to jujitsu, especially when she's taking these classes and she's been very influential with helping our grappling game. And uh, even just uh, the other week at Cage Conflict, um, I was sitting next to her for some of the fights. And picking her brain about one or two things that was happening in the cage when our lads were were on, and uh, like her knowledge even still of MMA and grappling especially is very very high. And she she like so there was a particular submission that happened, um, and like so it was like a triangle choke, but both of the arms were outside or inside. I can't remember. And the guy got the submission, and I was wondering what happened. And Ash was able to tell me exactly how we got the submission and how it worked. So, yeah, a, a very good and high level brain for grappling and MMA, Ash has. Absolutely. And, and that's another thing as well. Like, I think some people also forget, like, she, uh, Ash competed in the UFC, you know what I mean? So she, she yeah. got to an extremely high level. I think she uh, did she co main event that UFC in Dublin where Paddy headlined. I think she was the yeah. co main event. So that's someone who's compete at the, the biggest stage, a stage where we want to get to. So, you know, it's good to it's good to see that that trajectory that, that Ash's career went at, you know, and just learn from her off uh, little things like that. I'm pretty sure she's the only ever Irish world champion as well. In pros anyway. Um so shout out to her. What what a team they have a team KF Baz. <laughs> exactly. Uh lads, yeah. just before we wrap things up, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to? Shout out to all the boys in KF for pushing us on this camp, giving us all the sparring and all the tough rounds. Um, Craig McGrattan in particular has been a nightmare to me this camp. Um, but hopefully it's going to... He's saving up the other He's going to hate that. He's going to hate that. I know. 
correct that's just while we're on that like if you actually if like not taking anything away from his opponent that night like if you watch the fight like Craig was dominating the whole fight. It was very unfortunate that that's what happened and that's how it went. But um, Craig's an animal, like, you know, and he's, he's going to bounce back even harder from that. So, Yeah, so uh, in, ver- in fairness, he, he, he's, uh, he seems like a top prospect, so he just needs to um, yeah. work on his gag reflex and he'll be fine. He just, he just said he's a bit... <laughs> He's a bit sick of it at the moment. That's all. <laughs> oh, jeez. I feel like we're absolutely roasting that poor young fella. But, uh... <laughs> I found he is. He's a legend, Craig is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just just where we wrap things up, Ross, I just want to say thanks a million for everyone for tuning in. And also, we want to give a shout out to Monster Energy for joining the Energize Show team. Uh, we're here having a few cans, so we're going to have to give a shout out to you after. So cheers to Monster joining the team. Um, if you are new to the show, make sure to like, share, subscribe. And as always... Stay, Stay energized. Energized show up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.